Random Tea MCU Movies Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about, let me get the full title, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. I liked it better than I expected. I did. Uh, well, I, like, I didn't know anything about this character. Um, I still don't know a lot because <laughs> he just kind of barely came into himself. Um, this was, a, you know, an origin movie. Um, but I really like how they played with the Ten Rings that we knew from, like, Iron Man. Yes. And then the fake Mandarin from... Yes! Uh, from Iron Man. Um, and so I, I really enjoyed this. I thought they did a really good job. I, it felt different. It did. It, it didn't feel like an MCU movie. Yeah. But I still have the prejudice of there was no Tony Stark, there was no Thor, there yeah. was no Steve Rogers and the, it's, the, the peripheral stuff we got were like the Abomination, we got a Black Widow. We got the Wong Benedict. Um yeah. Um, so like and I think that I think they were all put in there to to pull us back in to remind us because a lot of it Yes, and there was place, mentions Yeah, because so much of it took place on a whole other plane. Yes. Of existence, and I think that helped with the otherworldly Yes, feel. And, and, I, and I understand that we've got to move on to other characters or the franchise is just going to die out anyway, yeah. and I get that. But that being said, I still really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun. Is this our first movie that's not based on any other previously seen character? That is based on a not previously seen character? Yeah, that is, yes. I'm not sure if you phrased it wrong or if my I, brain absorbed it wrong. Who knows? I think I, it is. Like, as, as from this yeah, case, because Black Panther was introduced before Black Panther. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even if we're talking about just in this phase, because obviously all the beginning movies, but it's been a long time since we've had somebody that has walked in with... Guardians of the Galaxy. Zero foreknowledge. Yeah, but that was years ago. That was one of the first ones that was not a pre-established in the MCU character. The thing is, the Ten Rings... Has Ten been. Rings was, but, so but it was, it him, kind of is. Him as a hero and as a person who exists. Correct. Um, so, well, he, the, again, it's an origin story and, yeah. and to come into your origin at post, post blip. This is post blip because it is yeah. set in 2024. Yep. It's oh. been a hot second since we've had one, which we've the, had a movie like this. The blip was, that was one of my problems was I didn't feel like the blip was they as. They made such a bigger deal of the blip in, in, um, Infinity War. Than in everybody this. else has made of it, and every other piece of media yeah. has come since. Yeah, um, I kind of wish there was a more direct, but there was more references to it than I than I realized when I got to digging into it. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, this is totally post blip. This is in 2024, which I'm like, now we're if we if the MCU keeps getting into the our quote unquote future, but as with all of the things being pushed, but with movies being pushed out yeah. is it going to catch up with itself i hope so because it's just kind of mind fucking me right now. <laughs> yeah i'm like it's this isn't this is set in three years from now yeah. so yeah um but the time between the blip and infinity war was what five years yes there was a five year and especially like it felt especially and and we've had these concerns before with with like falcon and the winter soldier and some other things that have come after the yeah. blip um but specifically seeing san francisco yeah. After having seen Scott come back to San Francisco and seeing it just like a ghost town. Yeah. And everything's fine. Yeah. It felt a little weird. Yeah, but I think they just need to move past it. I think they do too, and I kind of think that's a little bit on the Russo brothers for making it so fucking dramatic. Yeah. That it made it hard 
yeah. for other movies to be like, cool, we don't want to devote a lot of time. Because then nobody wants to devote any time to be like, oh, the blip. Yeah, no, and I totally get yeah. that. Which, I mean, Spider-Man, uh, the second Spider-Man movie did mm-hmm. an, enough of that for Spider-Man, us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think they did enough of that uh, for us. And we can't, they can't keep on that. Yeah. And I get that. Um, but again, I, Aquafina. I love her. Was still Aquafina. She was. She was. But more. She was like Aquafina plus. <laughs> she was the same character that Aquafina generally plays. Yeah, she she generally which is fine. Specific lane. Con- yeah, she's got that that mix of that comedy. Yeah, that she does. Um, if you remember uh, her from Ocean's Eight. Yep. <laughs> That's I loved her in that. Uh, <laughs> they need to make another one. Of those. Yes, we need like an Ocean's Nine. Yeah. Um, and then Ocean's Ten. And then we then we have the whole set, Um, but she was great. Yeah, I loved her in this. So, um, well, anyway, you want to just we're just going to get to characters before we just talk over everything. Okay, so before we start into that, we need to shout out to Morgan. Yes, who was wonderful enough to offer and follow through with sending us audio files as a Mandarin speaker as conversation. Yeah, conversation or. I don't remember, Mandarin speaker, and to give us pronunciations, knowing how terrible, A, I am at, you know, yeah. normal words. Plus, I mean, these are not names that I have been exposed to a lot, and I don't want to, no. you know, uh, butcher them. I have a little experience with uh, Japanese names, mm-hmm. but this is not that. Well, and I think it's interesting because Michelle Yeoh is a really good example because yes. she's been around in Hollywood for a long time. Yeah, everybody knows who she, knows that name. Because she has a westernized first name. Well, but so does so seeing, does uh, Tony. Yeah, but now we're seeing the younger folks not necessarily using doing that, just being like, "Nope, this is my name." And absolutely, they should. Yeah, absolutely, so, they should. So I think I think it's nice, and we kind of see some of that in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Katie's Katie, like, she goes by Katie. Name. Her name is not Katie. Well, yeah. we know that um, his name is not Sean. Sean. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> the whole conver- the whole conversation. <laughs> So really, that's that's what you you changed your name from Michael to Michael. I was sixteen or fifteen or whatever it was. So yes, Morgan, you don't know how much we we've got the files right here. We're actually gonna gonna pull them up real time one by one because (laughs) we we were still struggling even after like hearing it a couple times. So Um, we just decided we're just gonna do it. So yeah. So are you ready for the? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully this records okay. Okay. There we go. Simu Leo. Who is amazing, by the way. Um, who, this was his first leading role. Yeah. He has gone, he went so hard to get this. I mean, like, he was, he was one of those tweeting at Marvel, being like, hey, He did. He was like, hey, you know, and then later, when he actually got cast, he went and retweeted that tweet and was I like, did. thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, he's been in a lot of s- small stuff, but... Uh, Yes, this was his first. uh, He is Chinese Canadian. He was in Warehouse 13. He was in Warehouse 13. I was waiting for you to see that. (laughs) Uh, He is Chinese Canadian. Okay. Um, Apparently, he's the only one whose nationality I wrote down because as I was going through this, I kind of fell apart. 
okay. in my research. I apologize for that. Um, so yeah, he was in uh, Warehouse Thirteen. He yeah. was he was he's been in a lot of, a lot of little stuff. Yeah, here okay. and there. That's Anything cool. else you're seeing? Um, nothing that's standing out. Okay, I knew you'd when you'd see Warehouse yeah. Thirteen. You'd... You you know me. You know how I. Um, Kim's Convenience is what he's uh, most well known for. Yes. Um, which that guy canceled. Um, and he was not happy about it. He's very vocal about that. He's a very vocal. Yes, uh, he actor, is. Yes, really he like. is. Especially after the brouhaha over the quote unquote experiment. Yeah. So uh, Bob Chapek is Boo. the new. Um, I think he's president. Or no, he's is he CEO, but not president. I don't know. I, think he's a, he, I he don't took care. Over Bob Iger at Disney, um, and he's a cunt. Um, Mostly because Bob Iger wanted to retire, right? And I'm not a fan because Bob Iger should just be there forever because um, he saved us from Eisner. Um, I mean, you're right, but yeah, Bob Chapek is not um, a smart man, and and said the whole like if you if you didn't hear it, he said, oh yeah, um, Shang Chi is going to be a interesting um, ex- interesting experiment. experiment, and he meant well. He, he says he meant. He says he meant because I, I don't get good vibes off of that man. I don't either. Um, he says he meant. Oh well, this is just our first Marvel that's going full movie, full theatrical release. We're not doing the hybrid approach with um, with Disney Plus, and which that's a whole other. And it's like cool, cool. Can we maybe not make the first big Asian led superhero film be referred to as an, an experiment? experiment. Yeah. Oh, and 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 he spoke out over that. Yeah. Spoke out over that. That this yeah. is not an experiment. And blah blah. And I was like, oh. And yeah. he did not get any backlash, by the way. But Bob did. Yeah. See, 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 You. Yes. Okay. Um, who was born in 1989, and I just wow. Woo! All right. Listen. Ha. Listen. Ha. They are now referring to the 80s and 90s as the late 1900s, and I just don't. I don't. I don't want to hear. But at the same time, I'm. I'm like, you know what? You're. You're right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, So let's talk about uh, the character Shang Chi. Yep. Uh, So he started out uh, special Marvel edition number 15, December 1973. Okay, so he's been around for good. Yes, he has. There was. uh, If you remember the big, I don't know. You probably don't remember. The big kung fu craze of the 70s. I know of it. This is where Bruce Lee came yes. out at. Yes. Uh, so he was created uh, by Steve uh, Englehart and Jim Starlin. Okay. Um, yes, he looks like Bruce Lee for a reason. Because Bruce Lee. Yeah. Um, But then shortly after that came out, that particular issue came out, he was in his own solo title for about a decade. Wow, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, So originally, Marvel tried to acquire the rights to the Kung Fu TV program. Um, The actual, the Kung Fu program back in 1972. But guess who owned it? DC. DC. Ooh. DC owned it. So there was a, uh, uh, so, uh, that character, they, they wanted that, they couldn't get the rights to it. So they spun off of the, um, Fu Manchu, Saks Romer's licensed property. Okay. So Shang Chi is the unknown son of fictional villain Fu Manchu. Okay. Was Fu Manchu a Marvel villain? No, that's from Sax 
Romer's licensed property. The novel, the novelist. So Fu Manchu is from the novel written by Sachs. And And so, hey, he's this kid. uh, Marvel got the rights to do the spinoff from it after they couldn't get the rights to. uh, I am explaining this really around the world. Um, So later on, um, his connections to Fu Manchu was underplayed after Marvel lost the rights to uh, that (laughs) character. Well, back to that's the thing. That's fucking Um, classic, though. So they changed Shang Chi's father to another character. Okay. That they created. So. Uh, he also has connections to Moon Knight. He okay. co he co starred in a Moon Knight special in 1992. So I'm wondering if we're going to see something to that Maybe. in the Moon Knight. That's a Disney Plus. Is that a yes. series I think or is that so. a movie? I think it's. I don't remember. Hold on. Whatever the Moon Knight is, I'm wondering if we're going to see him. All I know is that it's um, in that. So that would be cool. Um, now the it's a series, yeah. Okay, so we may or may not see him in it at yeah. some point. That would be cool if we did. That would be cool. That'd be a cool connection. I'm just, I'm, I'm calling it now. I'm getting my points. Getting your internet points, man. Um, so the origin of this character, uh, Shang Chi. I, I want to say it. I don't want to shy away from. It. I'm trying to say it correctly though. I don't want to be like Chang Chi. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, his origin is similar to the movie, but not quite the same. There's no dead mom. Okay. There isn't an alternate universe. Well, his dad had a wife in an alternate universe, but this it, this was not okay. her. Um, but his dad did send him to kill someone at a very young age, and Good in that dad. and in that he realized his dad was bad, and he did run away. So that part plays. Okay. Um, so I think he did a great job between the drama and the comedy. I think he did too of the character, which is because so, if you can do comedy, you can do anything. Yeah. And his comedy uh, played off so well, especially with Aquafina. Yeah. Um, and also because he he is being thrown into not just oh hey your dad's bad. He's still like in his early twenties. Yeah, he's, he's a been, kid. He's been thrown into like BT Dub's magic is real, and like I don't know that kid um, kid Shang Chi understood that Daddy was immortal. And I don't think he understood the power his mom talked about was real, real. Because yeah. she couldn't wield it. Because she didn't have it anymore when she left. Right. Talo. 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 Yeah. I was about to call it Taolo, but that's a different. Um, so, like, I, I, for him being uh, being forced into this world where it's like, cool, all kinds of fucking magic are real. But he did grow up in yes. as an assassin. Yes. Literally from the time he oh, was he what? dad's little rings were magic so he did know some of that kind of but to be like hey look at this sling ring portal you but know, he did kind of and he did kind of you know block that out yeah, yeah. um because he because tried to trauma because trauma yeah um so but i but yeah i think he did a really good job plus oh my god that man is hot yeah man is hot. yeah huh. i don't think there was an unattractive person in this I honestly at all so, you know, i every- think as, as as a bisexual woman, yeah, this movie was there. Yeah, that's Yeah, even grandma and grandpa. <laughs> um, we'll talk about them later. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. All right, so let's talk about Katie Chen. Okay, hold on. AKA, uh, you pull it. This is Aquafina. Katie's Chinese name is Rui Wen. Rui Wen. Rui Wen. But she's Chen. She's Chen 
Rue win, yeah. according to um, yeah, her last name credits. Goes first. Last name goes first. Yeah. Uh, but Katie, uh, played by Aquafina, who, yeah. when I found out Aquafina was going to be in the MCU, I'm like, it's Darcy all over again. I know. She she's, is. She's, yeah. She is. She's a very Darcy figure. She's although, a very parallel Darcy. Interestingly, she may be, because um, I think they laid the groundwork for her to be a romantic interest later on. They state she is purely platonic. Oh, they did say that? Yes. Okay. The relationship was meant to be purely platonic, which I kept kept waiting for it. Yeah. The whole movie, I was on edge. I was too. This is, oh, when when are they going to make it kissy? When are they going to make it? And then, of course, she's going to get kidnapped and we have to save her. I I was totally waiting for that. She kind of saved the day. But everything I have read, she and she is not a comic character. She's purely MCU. Okay. I don't know why we needed her. Um, Uh, I mean, I... Yes, he needed a companion. Yes, yes, I'm glad Aqua. Yes, I'm glad she's in the movie. Yes, she had a part to play in the movie, but well, she was a non-comic character. I think those two allowed each other to be kind of fuck ups. Well, it gives him an anchor in the real world too. It does, but also, like, I think, I think if either one of them out of the two had been like, "Hey, we should get our shit together." We should maybe not be valets at 25 Yeah. They, but since they both were, it was like, it's fine. I got my bestie. Like, we're cool. <laughs> we should go home and go to bed. Or so, like, I think karaoke. I think it showed their mutual fucked upness. Well, they also fed off of each other. Yeah, because so it, allowed, when, it allowed them both to grow. Because if you notice, when he started to get real Mm -hmm. she went with him yep she followed along with him um, which gave her a lot of growth which i really want to get into her growth fight tooth and nail like she was like i'm going with you she never once was like oh my god we've been friends for 10 years you're gonna tell me you're gonna explain it on the plane yeah how hell did they afford those plane tickets i wondered that explain that that. to me Uh, apparently planes are free in the movies yeah and this is they went to china yeah they went from San Francisco. Yeah. Well, they would go that way, wouldn't they? They went to Macau, but still. Well, I'm because I'm of course because in yeah, my brain China China is this way. Yeah. <laughs> but from San Francisco, it's going to be that way. But still, man, like that shit's not a, that shit's not cheap. Anytime you go over an ocean, it gets. What? Well, anytime expensive. you get on a plane now, that's true. That's it's true. got real expensive. So, yeah. Because there's not as many. So, I, I really, uh, yeah, I really I liked loved that her. I loved seeing her growth. She didn't fall into a lot of the, oh, God, it's a girl trope. She did not. She yeah. was not a, a sister. She was matter. not a girly girl. Yeah. Uh, she was just a person. And, you know, honestly, I really feel like of all the characters, she's the one I identified with oh, yeah. in this. Yeah. Um, she's the one I'd want to be. <laughs> Turns out to be a damn good archer. Yeah. Um, which was lovely. Okay. When Grandma handed her... The arrows. the arrows. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, I'm just going to go carry these arrows over. Because, of course, she's going to respect her elders. Because regardless of the carefree life she lives, she still respects her elders. She because she was raised culture. in that culture. Yeah. As we see when they do the breakfast yeah. uh, with the family. And they do talk about um, Day of the Dead? It's I not. Mean, it's not, but. It's, is that it's, what they called it, though? I don't. Because that's span. That's the Spanish yeah, that's version. Not, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, because they talk about leave, leave, leaving the whiskey, and it was gone within a few hours. Because, oh, honey. Because, 
um, a lot, and very similar to Black Panther yes. and Wakanda, yes. um, they're a, um, a society that, that uh, or their culture is very dependent on um, respecting ancestors. And well, history, ancestors, and, you know, um, and then the, the having the respect, the, the grandpa who, oh, you can't sit there, that's yeah. where he sits, and I, and I that's his nice. spot, and he immediately jumped up and moved over, so we do see that old school ancestry yeah. and I, and I like which I think was important I think it's nice because it shows not only do we not only do we just get oh look an Asian cast we actually got some culture we explored the culture to yes. go along with and to broaden our horizons and for us to absolutely like, oh, look, things are different Here's Other a, people are different and, and it's okay and as a white person I was very excited yeah. to to see that and as natural as they were with it yeah um because I apparently I didn't realize that that was something in their culture that mm-hmm. that same tradition and yeah. I'm like, do I need to go to my grandparents' grave and take them some whiskey? I mean, am I <laughs> failing as a as a child here? Um. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, there, there's a lot of ancestor centric. Um, but I th- also and, yes, you know. but I also think that was very important to the plot line down the line because Shang Chi, mm-hmm. um, they kept he's trying to pull from. He's trying to not be his father's child, yeah. and then you know, is he is his is he his mother's child? Who yeah, who, who who who? It was an identity crisis, yeah. and I think seeing that piece yeah. helped us see that that's the identity from his ancestors was important. He realized that even though like his dad was a bad guy mm-hmm. and had done some bad, well, things, and he had idolized his mom. I think he put her on a real high pedestal. Right. You can't den- just deny half of you. Correct. And he couldn't. Yes. He couldn't really move past until he was like, until he accepted, yes. I am my parents' child. I am a com- I am a combination, yeah. but I am also my own person. Yeah, and he's because like, of that. Shit, but also, like, that doesn't negate who I am. Why? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think we see that with Katie. Mm-hmm. I think seeing her at home with her mom and grandma, and she, I'm sorry, I'm a disappointment as a kid. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And she's real outright with that in a rebellious way. That's the thing. That's something that like you and I have never had to contend with is being a cultural other. Yeah. In something like the United States. Yes. They are both, you know, Katie more so than Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi was alone. Yeah. But they're like, she's more American than he is. Cause I think I got the impression she was born there. But so two immigrant parents, I'm assuming you got somebody like Katie who is an American, Mm -hmm. but is also, but she not just American, but she grew up American, right? Where Shang Chi grew up, that's still a struggle for in that culture culturally because, and that's something that like you and I have never had to deal with. So I I do like that they show that there is some push and pull, correct? The Americanness versus your your old school family yes who's coming at it from a different culture yes because even though technically my mom was born overseas um she's british yeah and that's not i mean hell um spicy american uh, (laughs) actually it's bland american so even though i am you know what second generation immigrant yeah um, I got none of that. Count. None of, no, it totally doesn't count. Not even a little bit. Um, because I'm still white. Right. We're the default. 
Exactly. So I, I uh, so to see her, we, but yeah. the thing is we do get to see, just to get back to the movie, we do get to see his struggle, but we also see her struggle, right. Right. which is not the same as his, yeah. but we still see her come to her heritage yeah. at the end of the day. And it's not a bad thing. But also um, her being different than her heritage is, is not a bad thing because it goes both ways. Absolutely, and, and it's and it's accept and it's too. accepting yeah. that, which yeah. is I think kind of the moral. I think we just discovered that's yeah. the moral of the story. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to right. um, the next character, who is um, uh, the Dilf. I mean, <clears throat> ha, okay, like Simu has like Daddy. I mean, sorry, Daddy. I'm sorry, Daddy. I'm sorry, Daddy. I love that. I love that audio so much. Um, <laughs> but it's not mommy. He's even tweeted that like he knows. Oh, he knows. We he all knows. Know. So let's play that audio. Okay. Uh, I hope it's picking up. If I can find it. Hold on. Mm. Da, 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 oh, I was looking for a longer name. He's got, he's got a longer name listed on IMDb. The actor Tony Lung. Tony Lung plays the character Shu Wenwu. Wenwu. Tony Lung. Lung? Lung. The actor Tony Lung. Lung. Okay. Wenwu. I can say Wenwu. Once again, once again, Morgan, you're the MVP. I'm telling you, you have saved our lives with this. Um, I'm going to keep access to this, so please don't move them for a while. (laughs) I would like to be able to say these on my own at some point. Yeah, we need we need to move them to our own. Yeah. uh, our own files just to have. Uh, so let's talk about him. Other Woo! than other than, than than being daddy. He is way hotter than with, he has any right to be. And that's daddy with a capital D. Oh, yes. Um, 100%. Hmm, he's also a switch. I'm just, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm no, wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. Uh, for one woman. Uh, so this this was this was Tony's first role in an American film and yeah. his first English speaking role, despite the fact he speaks English fluently, yeah. um, which is incredible. So uh, so let's talk about character origin. So he okay. is actually the combination of a couple of characters. Okay. Um, this particular uh, Win Wu Win Wu himself does not exist. Okay. Um, he is a combination. Um, he originally in uh, Mandarin Tales of Suspense number 50 from February 1964 uh, is a would-be conqueror who came across the Ten Rings whose power he used to build a criminal empire. Now, I know in the movies they talk about he's had it for a thousand years, yeah. whatever. Um, so there's a combination of superhuman uh, martial arts abilities, alien science, chi manipulation. Yeah, they kind of brought in <clears> that, like, yeah, we don't know, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I do too. Um, so there's uh, the, the man. So that's the Mandarin. Okay. Um, the part of uh, the orange, you know, the orange. You notice that um, you refer to him as the Mandarin. No, because that was not his name. Right. Was never his name. So the man, the Mandarin, as quote as unquote, the world knew him was purely what they created for Trevor Slattery to. Yes, and we're going to get to Trevor calm. Slattery because I've got an interesting factoid. I about thought, Trevor Slattery. It's weird that like, we don't know, like we're just pretending to be this guy and we've got his code name or whatever. And it's like, no, that shit was made up. Yeah. Now, the Mandarin was, in fact, uh, one of Iron Man's enemies. Yeah. So that is a thing. So that's and one he, character. He was always pretty not greatly racial coded. Like, he had the weird Fu Manchu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Now, wait. Yeah. Now, wait. Was, Fu Manchu, the character, Fu Manchu. Yeah. Which started out in the same uh, comic that uh, Shang 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 Chi, yep. 
uh, same same issue. Mm-hmm. It was a Chinese doctor and criminal mastermind. Of course. It was an adaptation from the character of the same name from the novels. Right. Um, when Marvel lost the comic rights, uh, the character was reinvented I as Z H E N G Z U. Zheng Zhu. Okay. I'm totally butchering that, I know. Uh, a powerful Chinese sorcerer and leader of the Five Weapons Society. Okay. We like so, these things, apparently. Wen Wu is a combination of these characters. Okay, okay. Uh, so, so the, the Mandarin was, was kind of its own deal. Yes. Okay. So there was the Mandarin and then there was this Fu Manchu guy and they really just kind of... Smushed them together. Smushed them together. Okay. Which is fine. Okay. Uh, now, Wen Wu, the name, um, is a dual concept of Wen, okay. which is civil administration, and Wu, Marshall administration. Okay. When That's kind of cool. I know. So this is even cooler. Okay. Toady. Tony. I can't even say Tony. 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 Daddy. I'm just going to call him Daddy. Yeah. Um, revealed in an interview with GQ that he created the backstory for Win Woo. By the way, I did check on this, and uh, the MCU powers that be gave him the authority to do so. They, because he, 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 he did, just gave him a stern look and they were like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> I'm just going with that. Um, you're counting. I'm counting. He was born in 62. Do math. He's born in 62. Oh, so he's 58. Yeah, he's 10 okay. years older than me. Okay. He has no right looking that good. No right. He's not that old. No, but that like, is not that old, by no, the way. <laughs> he, he does look a lot younger than He me. looks, he looks really good though. He's just, mm. Uh, well, no. The thing is, I nobody. I him more than I sent for the main character, and that should tell. Oh no, it's a villain. Oh, yeah. damn it! With a tra- with a with a tragic ending. I don't um, know what I expected. Yeah, the thing is, fifty-eight is not what people think of fifty-eight no. is anymore. And he's very in shape. Oh yeah, he is. Okay, so anyway, he created this backstory for Win Wu okay. with with the blessing of uh, the powers that be. Okay. Um. So, so like you said grace over. Yes, he did the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably more like the spectacles, Avengers spectacle a. testicles. I don't know. They'd probably do an A for Avengers. Um, probably. Yeah. Um, so when Wu's backstories was a victim of domestic violence at the hands of his father. Okay. Grew up without self-esteem upon gaining superpowers, wished to rediscover his self-esteem and caused him to become narcissistic and take his anger out on everyone else. Okay. Uh, the factors ultimately led him to being unable to love his children due to his inability to love himself. So that is the backstory that so Tony question. came up with. I have a question for you. Okay. Because it, it wasn't clear to me, and you might be able to explain me, or you may just be able to pull an idea out of your ass. Okay. Either one. Did you get the impression that he was the first one to wield the Ten Rings? Or do you think he took them from somebody who was already wielding them? Yes and no. I think he was the first human. Oh, on Earth. On Earth okay. to wield them. I don't think he was the first entity to wield them. These are not okay. of human origin. Yes, these are not Terran. These are not Terran. Thank so you for that word. He found them. He found them when they on Earth. Or whatever, whatever the on Earth. Happened. Now there's rumors to the con- and we can talk about this when we talk about the end credit scenes. There are rumors of the connection to the Eternals. Yes. Because if you see the newest Eternal trailer, yes, and then the end credit scene, if you put those two things together. I think there's a link here. They're trying to link these together, which is awesome because in the history of the MCU, this is what they do. Yes. They got their play in the long game. And I need need them to connect the Eternals to something else because right now it feels like it's just 
flapping in the wind over here. I kind of felt like Shang-Chi is flapping in the wind yeah. a little bit. But until they, they at least gave us Benedict. Well, they, and the Ten Rings has always been yeah, around. That's, that's been true. around since that's Iron true. Man, the first one. That's yeah. not new. And that was the real Ten Rings as opposed to the fake Ten Rings that were in Iron Man 3. Yes. Um, because we've seen both versions. Yes, we have. Um, so the answer to your question is yes or no. I think he's okay. the first Terran. Okay, so you think he did find them when they crashed to Earth or whatever. Um, and that's kind of, that's, they kind of talk about that in the opening, um, but they're not 100% clear on how, where he found them. But right. he is like a thousand something years yeah. old. Looks damn good. So we're talking around the time 1020 yeah. AD. Yeah. So, but no, I don't think he's the first they, like they weren't cre- like they weren't created for him. Right, right. Was it the first life form? I don't know what else to call it. Was like, ooh, I could be a warlord. I know. Um, you know, like you do. Like you do. I mean, you know, that's what I want to grow up to be. Um, a warlord. I'd love would like yeah. Yeah. I could, uh, yeah, I don't even t- lie. I want to grow up to be a warlord. Um, I mean, I'm 48, but I a nicer compound though. That was a little utilitarian and military for me. But that's who he was. I know, but don't worry, daughter's going to fix that. Yeah. Well, All right. She is. So, um, next on my list is going to be Trevor Slattery. Yo! Which I can say. Yeah. Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley can just do whatever he wants, and I'm happy. I'm so glad you actually did watch uh, All Hail the King. Yeah. Um, which you said was from Thor the Dark World? Yeah, that was, that was the fun fact. That was the very last one shot they did. Um, Which I thought, for some reason, I thought it was new, and yeah, it's not. Because I don't think you had seen it. Because they put it up on Disney+. Plus. They did. They, did. Li- they promoted it like it was new. Um, no, it was, it, was the, it was the last one. Um, I wish they'd bring those back. Maybe they will. I, I looked into why they stopped, and they said it was just difficult to get everybody together to film them. Do it while you're... F- I know. And that's what they used to do. Because that's what they do with the end credits. Yeah. So, like, but that was the official reason that they gave is, we would love to do more. We have so many ideas for more, but we just, uh, can't. Yeah, man. Yeah, whatever. It's like, mm, whatever. Mm, mm, mm. I don't so, think they wanted to pay um, for it, quite honestly. Ben Kingsley, as always, was perfect and wonderful, and his entire purpose was to get them from point A to point yeah. B and with with Morris, who oh. I, I need one. I love him. You know Disney's I need stuff. one. You'll probably see one you're going to disney world soon yeah but that's marvel and i'm going to florida not yeah they'll sell the merch though yeah we'll see if i find one there is a marvel store at disney springs there is because i'm planning Anybody on going because i'm deaf oh there uh, i know it's like this big though he's got i need to be a plush written all i over. know they've got to release that as a plushie oh my gosh um but yeah but that avengers store is like this big yeah okay true. i know what you're talking about now um because it has the Gauntlet. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Trevor has just been under lock and key for like the past. He's been in Winwoo's dungeon. When was Iron since, Man Since. Um, what year was that supposed to be? You're going to look that up. Uh, but Morris is actually based on a, a Chinese mythical creature. I'm not going to get into all the mythical creatures. So between being under. 11 years. Chilean's thumb, then in prison. And now at the compound, he's been locked up for like eleven years. But was he? But was he snapped? Blipped? What are we calling it now? Question. Blipped. Blipped is the official term. Yeah, it's still a snap, though. It's still a snap. Um, blip is a dumb name. I'm sorry. It's stupid. 
Um, <laughs> I realize that the council has made a decision. It's a stupid-ass stupid decision. Um, my guess would be no, because he's Trevor. I mean, you're right. Um, and he thought he was hallucinating Morris, which I can see, but also he's a, he is an actor. He is an actor. Um, so here's my fun fact. Okay. Anthony Mackie originally auditioned for the role of Trevor Slattery. Oh, I need to see that tape because I don't. Kind of like that Tom. Is not right. Kind of like Tom Hiddleston auditioning for Thor. Listen, with the blonde curls. I love I love that man more than I should. And also, I was the first one going, "No, baby, don't do that. No, baby, that's not that's not you. No, <laughs> no my, my dude, no." My You're man, not a himbo. I love you very much, but you are not a himbo. So, um, when Anthony Mackie auditioned, they were like, "No, no." But wait, stick around. Yeah. Um, so That's thanks though. to Ben Kingsley, Anthony Mackie is now the current Captain America. Yes, he is. I, I went there. I was not going to say Falcon. Uh, Falcon America. What is Red Wing's new name? Patriot or something? No, we already have a Patriot. Oh, yeah. Well, that was in. But we, ha- but we have a Patriot. Yeah. Um, oh, according to, um, what? who the hell plays Coulson? Oh, Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. It's absolutely canon. I love Clark Gregg. So he much. is. He is. I do need to know what Red Wing's new name is, because you know he has to have a new name. Does he, though? I think he does. Does he? Yeah. We'll see. Two of them, Stars and Stripes. Ooh, I like that. No, but Patriot is one of the new Avengers, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, so, it's yeah. Uh, what's his name's uh, grandson? Oh, yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, they yeah. went to go see him, the old man. Yeah, Isaac's. Uh, Isaac's uh, grandson is Patriot. Yeah. Yes, that's Patriot. Okay. Okay, so let's move on to the sister. Okay, hold on. I'm going back. Um, Shu. Shu. Shaoling. Shu. Shu is their um, family name. Yes, yeah, Shu is the family name. Yeah. Um, Shaoling. Mm-hmm. Shaoling. Shaoling. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in the comics, um, there is a character, Zingzu's daughter. Okay. I know I'm saying that wrong. Uh, who's known as the Cursed Lotus and okay. is the that's a badass name. is the former right hand uh, to Daddy. Okay, uh, decided rebel rebel against her father, become the leader one of the two that made up. Um, yes, there's she's Lou. she's two characters. Okay, so now Shaoling Shaoling is okay. two characters as well because Sha okay. uh, Qing Sha Qi not Qing Sha Qi had several siblings. Okay, in different iterations. We, Collected them into yes. One, which um, adapt- adaptations are want to do correct with extraneous siblings. I know. So the cursed lotus though did uh, become the leader of her own underground organization. Uh, so, but uh, she was also based on a character from the Fu Manchu novels. Okay. So, but in the comics, uh, Esme, known oh. as Sister Dagger, okay, is the younger sister. She grew up resenting her older brother for abandoning the Five Weapons Society. But later forms a close-knit bond with him and becomes something of a second command once he becomes the new leader. So you see the... You get to hear my dishwasher be happy it finished. 
I'm, I'm. That sounded bad. <laughs> Finish the cycle, the cycle of dishwashing. So here's an interesting one, though. Okay. In the comics, the Mandarin has a daughter okay. named Sasha Hammer, also known as Detroit Steel, who is the granddaughter of, of Justin, Justin Hammer. Ooh, 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 which we gonna get him back. Sasha Hammer is the granddaughter of Fancy Year. Justin Hammer as the daughter of Justine and the Mandarin. Interesting. So they're saying that, oh, God, I already forgot how to say it. Ling Ling. We're going to call her Ling Ling. Okay. Um, she is the combination of all of these characters. But okay. because we saw Hammer in that uh, return, not Return of the King, All Hail the King. <laughs> That's a different Ooh, thing entirely. Listen, you know my, my. Although now I would pay to see Justin Hammer in Return of the King. I mean, yeah, um, but not as Aragorn. Boromir, maybe. No, he was or dead. He was dead by then. Or just himself just off himself. to the side. I'm fine with that. Um, which, by the way, Hammer has him a boyfriend, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> which was my takeaway from All Hell the King. Yeah. Because that was literally after I finished watching, and I was like, Hammer has a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, which is all I needed to know. Uh, so, but seeing him at at the very, in the credit scene of the one shot, like, oh my God. Yeah. The meta, in the meta, in the meta. Yeah. Um, makes more sense knowing about the granddaughter yeah. of the Mandarin and Hammer. And so is he going to hook up with her later on? Because we know Hammer's coming back. Because he's younger than Hammer historically has been because she was like Hammer's granddaughter, but this one's young. So, but she could become the Justine Hammer and then yeah. their daughter would be Sasha Hammer, yeah. who would be the granddaughter of the Mandarin. Well, we know she's about to, she's about to do some lots of illegal shit and Hammer is not uh, opposed to illegal shit. So that very well could, I mean, she, tie them into the greater MCU. she did make the comment. She did make the comment of if my father was not going to include me in his empire, I was going to create my own. Yeah. So I am very proud of her girl boss moment. Um, <laughs> I don't Which one? Think it's necess- all of them. I don't think it's necessarily the most moral choice. But also no. I'm excited for her, and this is what happens when you tell women they can't do stuff. Fair. Because I did I did like that we got that commentary on like, oh well it wasn't it wasn't for girls, like like And we Shang-Chi do see we do see that. We do see that as a theme throughout she, this. And then when she goes to you. when she goes to Talo, mm-hmm. her auntie. Yes, I'm going to refer to her as auntie. Hi, auntie. Um, <laughs> any aunt, uh, any aunt. Hey, auntie. Um, her her aunt uh, is like you know we we treat people fairly yeah. here. Um, yeah. So, which is really interesting. But one of my favorite parts is that I fully expected to see Katie and Lingling at odds because they. are yeah. Because traditionally they women tend to pit they pit other. women characters against each yeah. other, but not once because they meet each other, and Katie's like you're badass, and Ling Ling's like pretty. I like your pants. Yeah. Which okay, can we talk about her pants? That was amazing. Can we talk about a fanny pack? Oh my god, that fanny pack! Which for any of metallic our British, shiny uh, for any of our British listeners, um, actually I think it's I think it's a uh, thing not just british specifically but any anybody that's that's over there and you don't know fanny does not mean what you think it means to americans 
that's the little like because traditionally they're worn you know backwards mm-hmm. against your butt which is what we call a fanny not your gooch yeah so um and it's shiny metallic silver and it's it's incredible and she keeps wearing these like capri really bright fancy not fancy um like cargo pants kind of almost um but they give her curves at the same time but the fact that that's their introduction is hey you're you're cool and badass and hey i like your pants yeah uh from then on was like i am i am here for this yeah because too often it's like oh we gave you two female characters what are you complaining about it's like you made them hate each other and not yeah. support each other. And they do support each other exactly. because because sister gives uh, Katie, you know, she's like, what the hell am I supposed to do here? She's like, just talk as little as possible and keep your head down. Yeah. That's how This is how I survived yeah. here, knowing this is a man's world yeah, kind of thing. She gave her real advice. And yeah. when they're sitting at the dining table and he asks her for her birth name her yeah, chinese name, chinese name yeah. and she looks to sister and she nods oh, at her like that. yeah it's that yeah. that's okay um and i like that because she is a fish out of water in a lot of ways it's like yeah she is katie may speak mandarin and may have you know she chinese heritage barely understands she barely gets it but, but yeah like, this is a t- this is like oh cool I'm in a warlord's house like this is not a situation this is that I so out of her for. comfort zone um, so anybody's yeah. comfort zone yeah, let's exactly. be real so I, I did I did really enjoy that um, but yeah it's I don't want to call it like there was a sisterhood there but they weren't pitted against each other yes. which that alongside the platonic relationship um, there was the only love story in this was between uh, mom and dad yeah that was it yeah. Which was kind of fun. So, um, speaking of, let's talk about mom. Okay. I think that's where we are. Yes. The actor, Paula Chen. Paula Chen plays the character Ying Li. Ying Li. Okay, that's, so Paula Chen plays Ying Li, or also Li. That's a simple one enough to do. So. She was great. She was uh, perfect. Now, a lot of people thought that Michelle Yeoh was the mom was going to play the that mom. Was, that was what I thought. But um, but mom really was kind of peripheral. Yeah. She really was. She was in the in the flashbacks, and they give you like this much of the flashback, and yeah. then they give you this much of yeah. the flashback, and then they give you this much, and they just keep adding on to it as we go. Um, kind of belabored the story a little. Yeah. But I, one of the things I really did like about that was when they finally showed the fight scene. And I, <laughs> and I use fight in air quotes because one thing I liked about it is it felt like sparring. It didn't feel like either A one of them... fighting. Yeah, it didn't feel like you either could, one of them were going for blood. You could see them falling in love yeah. in that fight. And I was just like, really? But like, I liked it because it, it... they, I mean, obviously they were pulling punches literally... Um, with each other because, like I said, they weren't going for blood, but you could see that it was... It now, was she wouldn't, though. No. She wouldn't. But it was, well, but to defend her home, possibly. She would. Um, but to see the way that was choreographed, it was still very skillful. It still felt skillful without feeling like they're going through the motions, but they don't hurt each other. But that's exactly what they were doing, but it still yes. felt very skillful then it tur- But it, then it turned into like a like kind of a dance. Yeah. Which is what martial arts is, yeah. really. Um, it was yeah, the, the, choreographed. The, the stunt slash choreogra- choreography. Choreography, thank you. you. Um, 
Heidi wasn't in this, was she? Uh, no, she's she's so white. She's super white. Now that I've thought that through. Um, was so good. Yeah. They better win some awards I for this. So. Because I'm telling you, a good 50% of this movie was fight scenes. Yes. And it was incredible. But I, I did like that we got, we got fight scenes, we got hand-to-hand stuff, but we also got big epic battle shit. Yes. Which was, because it mixed it up. Because, I mean, some movies you get to a point where it's like, I swear to God, if they punch one more person. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of got over the fight scenes after a while. I yeah. kind of felt like there was. was like the last third of the movie. I felt like there was too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, through the whole movie. That was oh, yeah. literally like half the movie. And I'm like, okay, this is cool and all, but you're showing off this. It was a lot of it was CGI work. More character work. That's the thing. They told Simu that uh, he didn't really need to get terribly into shape because a lot of it was going to be CGI He's work. He's like, fuck you. He's like, fuck you. Um, Look at my 97 abs. <sighs> okay. Um, but yeah, the choreography was great. For, for across the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that that stuck out to me in particularly because I, I, I could see they were not it was it it became a dance and then when she leaves him in the in the water puddle cricker the the water yeah um that was hilarious i loved it um she was teasing with him yeah um so again we know that um so the mother of shang chi was an american woman who uh fu manchu selected yes in the con sorry in the comics i should have led with that i was like i didn't get that impression from the movie no um Fu Manchu was selected to be the mother of his perfect heir. Okay. She was picked for her genetics. Uh, it was later That's ret- not weird at all. It was later retconned um, with the introduction of Ying Li to the MCU, um, but was named Zhaing. Zhaing, that's a name I know. Oh, wow. Zhaing Li Shang Chi, Volume 2, Number 4, in September 2021. So that's current. They use the name Zhaing even after. Uh, yes. Just, that is a weird choice. Um, it was introduced in the comics as the mother of both Shang Chi and Sister Hammer. So they have retconned to try and. They retconned in the comics to try and keep up with the MCU. Okay. Which is fine. Um, now, in the comics, the Mandarin was betrothed to a woman named Mei Ling. So, uh, she is a combination, again, she's a combination of actual characters, but not canonical in and of herself. Okay. Um, which is fine, which they have to do that a lot in the MCU because there's so so much much out there to pull from. Um, so. And some of the older characters can become two dimensional. Well, yeah, because of the time that they were written. Right. It was acceptable to write this overly, you know, Asian character. Yeah. Yeah. The, with the Manchu. Yeah. Fu Manchu, literally, yeah. that's what it's called, the Fu Manchu. Um, okay, so, um, and she was great. Yeah. Um, she was beautiful. Wonderful. Um, and I, she left her entire world, yeah. which, God damn it. Yeah. But she tried, now she tried, she though. The whole, but Daddy, I love him. She did, and they still said no, which yeah. absolutely they, they right should too. have, yes. Yeah. Um, and she chose uh, her husband and her children, which she had every right to do. And I, I can stand by that. Um, because while they were together, he stopped everything. And this is very tropey, too. Like, the like the bad guy can not be a bad guy, but only for one woman. Well, some people are gay for one person. Yeah. Um, 
And so, like, like our, as soon our, as she's killed. Our friend who's only gay for Wonder Woman. <laughs> or Gal Gadot. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. And um, that's, it's a scale. But yeah, like, um, so that was a little. Uh, it was tropey. Tro- tropes are not bad. No. Tropes are recognizing no. things. And like, tro- like people saying, oh, that's tropey. It's like everything is. Jesus Christ. I mean, you're right. There's a reason we come up with tropes. Stereo- and stereotypes exist for a reason. Um, all right, my hand's cramping from holding the mic. Okay. Um, but I think it was played beautiful. I think she was yeah. a beautiful character. Yeah. She sacrificed everything for her husband and children. Reminds me of my grandmother, actually, who left. I know, again, I'm going back to, to my personal experience, but my grandmother who left Europe, left um, England for her husband and her children and came yeah. here and literally left her entire world and family behind yeah. um, for her husband and children. Yeah. And so that takes a lot of strength. It does. Um, and so. she gave up... Um, well, I, that no, they don't have immortality in Tello. They live a long time, though. I think. A long time. I think. Uh, so when we'll well, let's talk about Tello for a second. Okay. It's a hold it's on, a hold on. okay. I have a. You have a. Make sure we're doing it right. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Tallo. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, it's a pocket universe. Okay, that was one of my questions of what the, where the fuck does what this the fuck? fit in? What the fuck? It is a pocket universe. Okay. Because we have, we have opened up the world of multiverses. Yeah, but, but. It is a pocket verse. I'm not clear on where this hit. I think this is pre-Loki exploding the multiverse. I believe you're correct, but Loki exploding the multiverse at this point can be anywhere in the timeline because they you're are kind wrong. of outside of time. You're not wrong. When you're, when you're at the end of time. Yeah. You're out. You're kind yeah. of outside of time. So, but let's. We're gonna go with yeah. that. We're gonna say that this is. I feel like Benedict Wong wouldn't have been pre. like. Well, I don't think we're gonna hit that for real until we get to the Doctor yeah, Strange I don't movie. Think he would have been like, oh hey, new superhero. I don't think he would have given it. No. Luck about no. no. And the reason why uh, the people of Talo didn't get involved in Thanos and all of that is because they're in this pocket universe. They're in their literally their own world, and they are there to the 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 darkness to thingy. Steal that. Yeah, the, okay. Chithu- the Cthulhu. Yeah, <laughs> the Cthulhu monster, um, which is its own, own thing. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so that's that's what it is, and it's it's a it's a comic thing. It's a, okay. it's there. Uh, so let's talk about Michelle Yeoh. Okay, which I'm pulling up just in case we're not saying her name right, because who the fuck knows? Nan. She's Ying Nan. Yeah, but like I mean, yeah. I mean, Michelle Yeoh. Yay. Okay, um, Michelle Yo, can we I love her so just? Much. Hi, Auntie. Um, <laughs> that was literally. My throat <laughs> I know, right? When she said "aunt," and I literally, my brain went, "Hey, Auntie, um, beautiful, um, kick ass." One thing I really liked about oh, she's in Witcher Blood Origin. I did not know that. Oh, um, which I still haven't watched. I haven't, is it out now? The, is that the comic? No, the prequel? The oh, okay. The the animated. No, that's, the, that's the prequel. Oh, okay. I'm thinking the animated thing that's out on Netflix. Yeah, I still haven't I watched that watch yet. That. Yeah. Um, the thing I really liked about her character was, could she kick ass? Fuck yes. She's a very strong woman. And believable. She, yes, but believable. she wasn't a dragon lady. No. A lot, a lot of, um, and we've been talking about this more and more as we talk about representation in Hollywood, 
Um, Hollywood is very stereotypy. Um, with uh, it's getting better among among other things, Asian actors, and you see the women fall into the. Um, not always, um, and obviously we're getting better, but historically they've fallen into the um, shy, submissive, um, defers to a man, wilting flower, mm-hmm. saved, mm-hmm. or the dragon lady. Mm-hmm. Um, the bitch. Yeah, and so Michelle Yeoh has played dragon lady roles. She's played a lot of roles um, in, in America and elsewhere. Um, but it was nice to see a nuanced female Asian character that also kicked ass that it was, it, she was, but she just, also had a soft side, right? So she wasn't just a default, like, Oh, well that's the badass Asian lady. Well, yeah, because we see her, your, your mother had me, you know, I've got these gifts for you that your mother wanted me to present to you. Should you ever come here? And they had the shrine of oh, the shrines. Oh yeah. gosh. The shrines everywhere. Um, which I think is beautiful, but also a little creepy. Um, it's, it's just not our, it's not our culture, We're not but what constantly of our, of our dead ancestors. Again, ancestors that, yeah. that I don't want to call it worshiping it's reverence, like, reverence. Referred to as that, and there are some cultures that do straight up worship, but I think this is more like a reverence. Yeah. Okay. And, and um, because that, they have the whole temple. Anybody that knows more than because they're not Christian. This is not Christian. No, please correct us if if we. Um, I'm not trying to get. I'm not. I'm not trying to go religious here. I mean, this right. is just straight right. up reverence yeah. of an ancestor. This. Yeah. It's not necessarily religious. It's weird to me because this is not my heritage. Um, but I get it yeah. in a way. Um, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to go down that road. It, it's gotta be very. Comforting. But what I'm trying to say is, as Auntie was was soft yes. as well as a strong warrior. Yes. We see the two sides of that with it her. Was nice to see. That, um, um, you know, that she has more than, she's just not one dimensional. And she Lori. didn't, and she didn't have a husband. Yeah. Um, not that she was, not that she couldn't, but we didn't see her deferring to anybody. And yeah. there was a lot of respect for her in this land. There didn't seem to be a, she wasn't the leader. There was no clear government system here. Yeah. They just existed in the village. Uh, which yeah, I thought was really interesting. Four Avatar movies, because apparently they decided we needed to have five Avatar movies. Oh God, why? Um, but no, like they didn't—they—they they had Michelle Yeoh, and they did not waste her. They she did not waste her at all. She was wonderful, and I loved her character. And to see her trying to push Shang Li, but also encourage uh, the sister. Good God, does this woman ever sleep? No, she doesn't. Holy shit! Um, I need her and Ming Na. And we have her and Ming-Na together forever. Um, yeah, Ming-Na is another one breaking um, barriers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because in a lot of her career, she's been trying to plug her into one of those two holes. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, they're people, they're characters. Yeah. Do better. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her in the book of Boba Fett. As the Star Wars nerd, 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 nerd that she is. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I like, uh, to get back to, to Auntie Nan, um, I think her character was very pivotal, pivotal. It gave the, the kids a connection to their past yes. that they didn't otherwise really have. Yes. Um, so I thought she was great. Uh, so I just want to give a shout out to, uh, Guangbo. Okay. Um, he was the, the, the older gentleman that, um, Katie kind of attached to him and grandma. Cause I don't really have a name for her. 
um, the, the people who were teaching her how to shoot the archery. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they kind of like adopted her and he was just really cool. Yeah. I don't, I just wanted to throw that out there. So he is, um, he, was, uh, he did stunts in, I want to, uh, hold on. I have him pulled up somewhere. Okay. He looked fast. really, really familiar to me. He did stunts way back with Bruce Lee and I want to say, Oh, of course he did. Um, yeah. The way of the dragon. Can we just, there's so many Bruce Lee nods. Yeah. Um, we'll get to all that in a minute. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was, he was just a shout out, honorable mention yeah, to, to the great. grand, to the grandparents. Um, oh, I do have, I do have, um, Katie's grandma's name. Oh, okay. Let's do that while we're talking about grandparents. Katie's grandmother is played by the actor Tsai Ching. Tsai Ching. There we go. So that cool. was the, the this little, the coolest thing. The little lady. I know this she has been great. the best. You don't know how how thrilled we are to have this. Um, yeah, she was adorable. So the last character I want to talk about is Razor Fist. Okay, because um, we've got to move on. Uh, Florian Mintenu. Okay, uh, played him. So Razor Fist is <laughs> token white guy. And I loved it. He is. He's not even white. He was um, Sebastian Stan. Not Romanian. Yeah, Sebastian Stan was Romanian. So he's some some Slavic. He's yeah, they white. They white. They white, but not American. Slightly spicy white. He's a spicy white. Paprikash um, white. So uh he is from Master of of Kung Fu, number twenty nine from June nineteen seventy five. Okay. He's actually uh Razor Fist is actually the name of three different supervillains. Of course it is. Um the original was William Young. He was killed off in the comic books many years ago. Then there were the next two characters uh were brothers. They were William and Douglas Scott. So the current Razor Fist is played by is played by <laughs> is the surviving brother of Douglas. So he is who he is. He's um he's a man who comes with tools. I'm just going to leave that out there. Um, you can attach all kinds of things. Comes with attachments. That's yep. all I'm saying. Uh, but he was. He was the token white guy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so he was an interesting character. Yep. Um, I'm hoping we're going to see more of him later down the road. Yeah. Um, we're gonna, is he I, still around? To, yes, he to is. Be, He's uh, still with, with sister. Yeah. To be um, second, it looked like. Right. So I want to get through some Easter eggs. I've got okay. quite a few that I just wanted to, to touch base okay. on. We already know the Ten we'll Rings. Easter eggs and then feed? Easter eggs. Then we're going to do trivia and goofs. Okay, okay. Talk about the end credit scenes. Cool, cool, cool. And then we're going to get to feedback. I'm just going to run through this nice. fairly quickly. So we know we've seen um, the Ten Rings have been throughout, though, hired by Obadiah Stane originally way back when. And then we get the fake Ten Rings um, with Trevor Slattery. Yeah. Um, I do have a question for you while, we're, while I'm thinking yep. about it. Why, um, and, and I think I know my answer, but why do you think um, when we stayed behind the shadows for his very long tenure at the tenure of the Ten Rings? Because that's where true power comes from. That's kind of what I, that's kind of, it's the, and also it's, he made himself a target if he was like, I'm a thousand years old. Exactly, exactly. Um, because of his age, you have, I mean, you think about it with, I mean, it's historical with fictional vampires. Yeah. They, in order to survive through the times, you have to stay behind the scenes, but true power is behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah. Um, that, that's my opinion on that's that. Kind of um, too, so not only did we see the 10 rings in those two movies, but he was also mentioned in Ant-Man. Um, and Darren Cross, and he was showing his work with the pen particles and the yellow jacket suit. So Darren Cross was also um, oh. a Ten Rings agent met with Darren Cross. So there's that. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. 
Um, so over the course of the MCU, the Ten Rings logo has been updated. Okay. Uh, it now includes the appropriate Chinese characters. Okay. There were numerous complaints were... originally that was disrespectful to the Mongolian language. Oh, okay. Marvel learned and changed. Okay. And um, you can look up what all of the symbols mean that's out there. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but there are those specific okay. specific symbols do exist. Okay. Um, so some behind-the-scenes uh, fact. The cinematographer for Shang-Chi, Bill Pope, also did cinematography for The Matrix. Okay. So if it seemed a little familiar, there's a reason why. Um, so in Shang-Chi's bedroom, uh, there were posters for Kung Fu Hustle, The Godfather, and The Warriors. I think somebody was in Kung Fu Hustle. That was, uh, um, Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Sweet. Sweet. This is why we work together. Yep. Uh, So when Shang-Chi picks up Katie at her family's apartment before work, you can spot a a poster about the blip. Okay. Post-blip anxiety? You're not alone. National Blip Support Hotline. Uh, it's not the first time we've seen uh, posters about the blip. I didn't realize this, or maybe I did and forgot. In the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, there's an advertisement uh, for the hotline. Okay. Uh, reminiscent. Oh, the oh the ad- no, 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 no. Let me try again. The advertisement is reminiscent of the support group. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I'm getting gotcha. ahead of myself. Uh, there's another poster for Blip Sync, which according to the screenwriters is a dating app. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Make it go away. <laughs> uh, so we already talked about Razor Fist. Uh, Razor Fist not only fights Shang-Chi, but also Deadpool and Ro- uh, Wolverine. Razor Fist is up there with Taserface as far as <laughs> dumb names. You're right. You're right. Uh, so Death Dealer. Um I'm a, I'm thinking that's the the boss assassin that Wing Wu Wing Wu had the one the, the face paint in the blue. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's another villain from the comics. Yeah, he seemed just peachy keen jelly bean. Such a nice guy. He also did. Yeah. Um, so he was a former MI6 agent, by the way. Mm-hmm, so there's that. Um, uh, Shang Chi was eventually hired to track him down and kill him, so he's dead. Uh, so during the bus fight. We see Shang-Chi. You that was a cool-ass sequence, too. We're going to get to the guy with the with the camera. <clears throat> um, so we see him use his jacket as a weapon, which is a nod to Jackie Chan. Yep. Yep. Rumble in the Bronx from 1995. Yep. So there's that. Uh, the guy who live-streamed Shang-Chi's fight on the bus was also seen in Spider-Man Homecoming as a street vendor. Okay. Both characters are paid, played by Zach Cherry. Okay. Um, great. So that's cool. Uh, the Golden Daggers Club, a.k.a. the Fight Club in Macau. Macau. I was like, is that how that's spelled? M-A-C-A-E. Yeah. Okay. Um, that she runs is named after the Golden Daggers from the comic books. Um, she has a different name, but at least the criminal organization that rivals her father. Okay, we talked about that already. Um, when are we going to talk about the abomination? Soon. I have questions. We're there. Okay. Um, so the Fight Club has a lot. Of, there's a lot of Easter eggs in there if you look yeah. around. There is the Widow mm-hmm. uh, and the... I believe the actress um, is from. Uh, it's played by Jade Jade X, XU XU. Okay, whatever that I can't remember that now. Right now, um, but she was in Black Widow. Okay, 
So the actress that plays her was in Black Widow. Um, now the person she's fighting, the yes, she theory is uh, one of the extremist soldiers from Iron Man Three. Oh damn! Who we thought they were all dead, but it oh. could mean that somebody's experimenting with technology again. So that's just a nod, maybe. Okay. We'll see, but that's the current theory. She's also a stunt performer. Of course she is. Of course she is. That's just like when Heidi Moneymaker, Mm -hmm. uh, not only does she double, but she plays actual. She was the, um, the female winter soldier. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember that was, that was Heidi. I I love me some Heidi. You know that she hurt. She got hurt recently, which is why she wasn't in black widow as much as she could have been. Anyway. So, uh, so the biggest fight that we see is the abomination. I did not remember had weird guilt. I know. But of course I have not rewatched that movie a lot of times because it's not. I mean, great. there's no reason to. Uh, he was mentioned once in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim Roth, who plays the role, will be seen in the, the She-Hulk series. Yes. Um, so that's a nod to that. And him going up against Wu. I don't, I don't, I was reading somewhere about how Wong was recruiting the Abomination. It seemed to me that they'd Wong been in cahoots. They were in cahoots for a while. Yeah. They've been play fighting. Yeah. That was a setup. That was for show and that was for money. Oh, hell yeah, it was. Which, um, all right, I'm not mad at you. I'm not um, mad at you, Wong. Now, this one's a deep cut. Okay. But somewhere in the fight club, you can see a Madripoor flag. Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Considering we didn't know Madripoor fucking existed until the fucking Winter Soldier, but all right. Yep, but there's a Madripoor flag prominently um, somewhere on one of the walls that she it's a flash, but it's there. Um, so there's a comment about how Wong has kind of become the new Coulson. He's, he, and the thing, this is where they're talking about him recruit. This is the, this is the theory I don't get. So they're talking about him recruiting people because he's uh, recruited the abomination. And I'm like, "Mm," but now he's recruiting Shang-Chi and Katie. The, the thing about Wong though is. A, he's a wonderful human being. He is, but he can also be anywhere at any time. Yes. But with uh, his agent... set of skills. But with his Asian background, heritage person, uh, he fit into the movie really well. Yeah. I think he's the one to bring them in. Yeah. If anybody is, so... Um, Plus, there was magic-y shit involved. I mean, you're right. It's going to be the Sorcerer Supreme's henchman. Which, that's what he is. I'd rather see um, Wong than, than Dr. Strange, quite honestly. I love Wong, I though. Do. Like, I love Wong. I love I him. Like, yes. Get that man a tuna sandwich. Uh, so when Katie is hanging off the side of the building mm-hmm. with the, the, the bamboo, bamboo, it's a nod from Rush Hour 2. Yes, it is. I noticed that. Yes. Okay. Um... Mm-mm. Which that was a cool sequence too. Like a lot of these sequences were just really cool. And yeah, then, they were, but there was just a lot of when them. they were fighting um, with on the skyscraper when they were infiltrating the club. Yes, and um, golden daggers. Yeah, golden daggers. Um, it was very reminiscent of in Skyfall. Okay, when Bond and the assassin are fighting. Okay. It's got the backdrop of the city, and, and it's very stylized, and you can see the neon lights yes. behind them, and yes. the silhouette. Um, that, that reminded me of that, um, and that was, it was a cool fight. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, there were a lot of fights. 
fight sequences. There were so pretty. many fight sequences. Very pretty. A lot of it was CGI, though, so yeah. keep that in mind. Okay, so in Sister's Bedroom, you can see a poster for ACDC. Yep. Uh, back in Black, Tony Stark. Yep. I mean, that's a neat connection. Um, so when uh, Win Wu was talking about all the different names he's had, Master Khan, uh, which is one of the names the Mandarin is known by in the comics. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Lee and Nan's home of Talo is, mm-hmm. is from the comics. The vi- village only appears in Thor issue 301. Jesus. When Thor visited Talo while trying to revive some of the fallen Asgardians. Okay. So there's you. Okay. Uh, Talo is also known as the God Realm, mm-hmm. which is why it includes dragons and other worldly beings. I will say on the dragon front, I think they spoiled themselves in the trailer. Because we saw him go under the yeah. water and there was the big, like, <gasps> dragon. Now. I think if they would have left that out of the trailer, it would have been, because as soon as he went under the water, I was like, oh yeah, there's a dragon under there. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the trailers. Yeah. And I've been, like, the Eternals trailers, I'm just like, no. Uh, I don't know why. I'm just kind of, mm, with it. But, so yeah. I wasn't spoiled, or I just forgot about it. Yeah. But when he went under the water, I'm like, okay, he's not dead. I mean, he's yeah. the title character, so let's just like, move on. Right, whatever. Um. So, yeah, so a lot of the creatures that we do see in the village are based on mythological Chinese creatures. Okay. I'm not going to get into that. Um, there's way too many of them. But that's nice. I like that. Um, I would like to point out uh, that 2024 uh, would be the year of the dragon. Ah. Just saying. Uh, I do want to point out, as we're talking about the creatures, Morris was voiced by uh, Dee Bradley Baker, who um, yes. is well known for many animal roles. Um, <laughs> also, Perry the Platypus. Wasn't Alan Tudyk? Uh, it was not Alan Tudyk, um, but he is, uh, he's great, and I, I, I like seeing his name. Morris is based on the Chinese mythological tree creature called a hunden, H-U-N-D-U-N. Okay. Uh, which is an animal with no face and the wings, so. He's that's the only one. He is what he is. That's the only one I wanted to talk about. Um, so they talk about the Dweller in Darkness mm-hmm. uh, and how Talo has stopped it from being unleashed into the world. In the comics, the Dweller has the ability to create fear in any living being, and that's how he gains power. Okay. He was also involved in the conflict between the Eternals and the Deviants in the Marvel comics. Okay. It's important to note. Okay. So, um, so yeah, let's. I'm the Eternals is going to connect to the rings. I'm just yeah. saying, even if it's in a post credit scene. In the movies, he eats souls, which is. Now, soul eaters that protect the Dweller in Darkness are also a take on a comic book character. They're creatures from the sixth dimension that often clash with Doctor Strange. So, okay. we are connecting to, um, to, to other stuff here. Okay. Marvel is known to set, like, there's, there are, there are things that we saw in this movie that are going to connect to future movies that we we're not going to realize yeah. until we see that future movie. Yeah. So, people are trying to grab onto those. Yeah. All right. Um, yes, they do. I mean, I got mine. Yeah. So, all right. So I'm going to go through some. Tri- I know that was some Easter eggs and trivia, are kind of the same thing, but not really. Uh, Simu tweeted about uh, wanting the role in December 2018. Amazing. He did such a good job. Um, hmm. Simu, when cast as Shang Chi, was knowledgeable in Taekwondo, gymnastics, and Wing Chun. For his role, he trained in Tai Chi, Washu, and a bunch of other Jeez. stuff. That Krav Maga, Jiu-Jitsu, Damn. all kinds of stuff. Um, 
In the 1980s, Stan Lee had considered a film TV series about Shang-Chi and, of course, had Bruce Lee, Brandon Lee, <coughs> sorry, Brandon Lee in mind. Um, but, of course, Brandon Lee died uh, filming Crow, The Crow. Mm, it still hurts me. Um, of course, there's the, the COVID-19 stuff. Um, uh, oh, it was Tony Lung that trained for the role of the Mandarin, even though that he was told he didn't need to, because a lot oh, of the action okay. would involve the ring, involving the rings would be computer generated. I thought that sounded weird that they would be like, no, don't do it. You're the main character. Okay. So it, it was dad. It All was right. dad. Cool. Daddy. Woo. Mm-hmm. Um, so the symbols are, I'm just going to use the American characters. Okay. The Chinese characters translate to authority, power, strong, extraordinary, outstanding, influential, grand, mighty, strength, and dominant. Okay. But I'm not going to try to pronounce the Chinese. Uh, the first English isn't spoken until 10 minutes in. Okay. Yeah, I did, I did like that they didn't shy away from subtitles. Um, because I, and I've, I think I've mentioned this before in other movies, um, it, you know, we're the, we are an American audience, but like, let them speak Chinese. Like, we can read. <laughs> my only problem with it was when I was in my nice, <laughs> nice reclining theater seat. Yeah. I had to sit up, because it cuts off the very bottom yeah. of the screen, I had to sit up to yeah. see it. That's, but that's a me problem. Yeah. Um, Aquafina trained in car drifting and archery. Jesus. For her role. Jesus. Good on her. Good on her. Uh, so Shang-Chi is asked to fight in the arena shirtless. What happened to your shirt? Uh, it's, a nod, it's a nod to his comic debut. Nice. Also, Which in and of itself was an homage to Bruce Lee, who nice. often shot. Sure. Shot furtless. Fert, mm-hmm. I need another drink. Do you need another? Mm-mm. No, I need to finish the drink I have. Um, Tony Lung was given the script a month before filming. I don't know why that's important, but there you go. Um, Donnie Yen was considered for the role of Win Wu. Okay. Um, Andy Lee was the death dealer. Okay. Didn't didn't know that. Okay. I'm just kind of reading through real quick. Is there anything any good here? Uh, Michelle Yeoh and Tony Lung were in Butterfly and Sword together in okay. 1993. Jesus. Oh, Stephen Young was considered for the role of Shang Li. A bunch of other Shang-Chi. people were Shang Chi. That's what I said. Okay. Uh, Shang Chi, Stephen Young from Walking Dead. From Walking Dead. For those of you who yeah. um, would not be mad because he would have matured since then because he was kind of young. Kinda baby-faced, yeah. He was baby faced. Yeah. Um, Okay, the movie was going to be made by Paramount Pictures previously, before um, Disney bought Marvel. Uh, Aquafina wasn't, I still haven't seen Crazy Crazy Rich Asians. It's so good. I just not a movie. So was Michelle Yeoh, and so was um, Ronnie, hold on, I gotta find him. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Morgan's got our back. <gasps> Say it. Say it. I love him. He's great. Who was he? The character John John is played by Ronnie Chien. Chien. Ronnie Chien. Cool. Who was... Um, he was her... Uh, oh, shit. Stop it. Um, I can work my phone, I swear. 
Uh, he was the guy that um, introduced them to the club. At the oh, with the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was John John. Okay. He's, he plays such good slimy characters. And yeah, he, he does. Too. Um, I really like seeing him. It was a small part, but he made it memorable. There was a, there's a, somewhere in here, there's a scene that's supposed to be a nod to Kim's convenience. I don't know anything about it, but he's like sitting there with a shirt. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen that. Okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're just getting into yeah, some. Apparently Kim's convenience got canceled and one person got a spinoff and it was the one white person. So like. Nice. Not a good look. Nice. All right. I'm going to hop to, um. Uh, goofs. Real, Those are always kind of. I know. Go. I'm gonna glance through them real quick see though. See, see if I see anything good. Uh, this is all on IMDb. Y'all know that's where I get these from. Oh, we didn't go over writer director by the way. Do you want to pull that oh, up while yeah, I'm? Yeah, I can do that because I do. Have to <laughs> um. So this was uh in one of my 27 tabs. Um. It was directed by um, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton. Sure. C r e t t o n. Um, but he is, uh, he was born in Hawaii and, um, he, uh, has not done a ton of stuff. He worked with, um, uh, Michael B. Jordan on Just Mercy and okay. that looks like the biggest thing he's done. Okay. Um, and so I really, I, I really like that they gave kind of not an unknown, but a, somebody who hasn't had such a big budget. They do that though. Um, but they, yeah, they like, do that. He's done that a lot lately, actually. Um, and so, uh, I think he did a really good job. And then it was written by like per usual 15 people. Um, Dave Callahan, the director, um, had a hand in the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Andrew Lanham, uh, they wrote the screenplay and then the story was by Dave Callahan and the director. And of course the two creators of Shang-Chi are credited. Okay. Um, let me see if I can, if these two boys, uh, I say boys, um, hmm. let's see. Anything good under there? Oh, Wonder Woman 1984. Who wrote that? Oh, there you go. These writers did. Buddy, we need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Also Zombie Lane Double Tap. Wow. Ooh, right. Double Tap. Double tap. Damn. All right. Um, and is credited for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. Okay. Okay. And then the other one, Just Mercy, which apparently is how he worked with the director before, and like five other things. So that's okay. relatively new in his career. The only goof that I'm finding is about the brake lines on the bus, and nobody gives a damn. Nope. So. We're just going to skip that. Okay. Um, I think I had one other thing. I want to talk about the end credit scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had two end credit scenes. We had, the mid, we had the mid-credit scene, and then we had the post-credit scene. Okay. So in the first one is when we run into Bruce and Carol. Um, so, But Carol has her hair grown out, and Bruce has a, has a sling on his arm. And he is not Professor and he Hulk. Is not Professor Hulk. So it shows clearly that it is after Endgame. Yes. Um, and long enough for Carol to grow her hair out. So I, don't know if that I, I am, questions. I am correct in that the last time we saw Bruce, he was Professor Hulk. Yes. Okay. And he had made, I knew I was right about that. And he just stayed Professor Hulk the whole time because he was like, oh, I've got the best of both worlds now. So to see him not be any version of So Hulk, what happened for him to be yeah. Bruce again? Yeah. And clearly his arm is still damaged, which, you know, that was from when he tried to do the snap. Um, so yeah, like, I have questions. So I don't know how okay. that works. Okay. Yeah. And her hair is grown out. So what's, I mean, how long 
it's 2024. When was Endgame? What year was Endgame set? Um, has she had time to grow her hair out? Because that's important. Um, but anyway, while you're looking that up, so the technology that they use, the hologram technology, is the same. So that's not enough time. It's really not, unless she's wearing a wig. Which, I mean, girl, you do you. Um, but the technology that they use is the same that they use when they're talking with Natasha. Yep. Uh, so while they're examining the rings, Wong mentions how that they are, like, super old. Yeah. Um, which I'm hoping we're going to get more of that. they're not terrestrial at that point? He, I think they did. I think they did. Think I they think they did. I, I don't think I pulled that out um, of my ass. In the comments... In the comics, Macluans, M-A-K-L-U-A-N-S, they're a race of aliens. They are literally space dragons. Cool. Um, have cool. advanced technology. They created the rings that the Mandarin uses, or in this case, Wenwu. Um, there's also a theory the signal coming from the thin rings is a link to the Eternals. Okay. Because we got the Eternals um, just, trailer, yeah. which told us why they had not been around during Endgame. Because it confirms that they are on order. They are under they're orders. They're off to Earth to be fun. They're not, they're not Terran. Yeah. They're there to protect humans from the... the defects? <sighs> no. Hell, I just read that word. I know, because you just said it, and I already forgotten it, because it was a dumb name. Devi- not de- Deviants? Deviants? Or de- I don't remember. Whoever they are. It was a dumb name. I'm not, I'm not interested. Um, but I mean, it turned, now that I've seen this and that kind of see the connection to the Eternals, I'm a little more interested in the Eternals. I'm just turned off by Angelina Jolie. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the fact that he is no longer Professor Hulk, that's a big thing. So we absolutely know that this is post in game. Um, but then in the post post credit scenes, we have sister. Yeah. Who has taken over the Ten Rings. And we do see women training. She's cleaning up Dad's compound. And it's like, sure, bud. She's supposed to be shutting it down. Sure, bud. Um, So we're going to see. So here's hoping that it's better than the Widows in the Red Room. Yeah. Just going to point that out. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, we're going to see her again. Because it also, it says the Ten Rings will return. Da, da, da. It's interesting that it didn't say um, Shang-Chi will return. No, it, it said, said the ten, ten rings. rings will return. Yeah, so that's telling us very specifically that that's coming back. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Uh, that's all. I, I will say I thought this was interesting because um, he didn't get like a traditional superhero. Like, was he a hero? Hundred percent. But he didn't have like he like, he. Shang-Chi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just um, confirming. He he was had heroic moments without a doubt, but it wasn't... It didn't feel superhero. Like, he didn't have... Like, he had an outfit, but it wasn't, like, what we, what okay. we historically have associated so, with a Marvel hero. True, but that was his costume. His costume is gorgeous. And I have the hiccups now. Um, but cool. it is the red of the dragon scales. Yeah. Which you, so cool. That was the thing. Okay, but why was sister's not? Why was hers gray? I, I, is there more than one dragon? Because I thought about that too. Because she she said clearly these are made of dragon scale. Mm-hmm. And it's like so. Why is her colors? Gray? Are they painted? Do you yeah. paint dragon scale? I have a lot of questions. Yeah. So, all right. Um. So before we move on to feedback, okay. You want to do a little housekeeping? Yeah. Do we remember sure. how to do that? No. Um, you can email feedback and like i said if if um anybody wants to give a little clarity on um 
on the ancestor, and I, I, I have heard the term ancestor worship before in like anthropology classes, but I don't know that that is appropriate for, for this. I just really, I just really like the reverence. Um, also you can give us feedback cause like we're going to be plowing through and doing the eternal soon. Oh, well, what if is next? What if is next? Um, that's going to be hard. So you can email us at, yeah, we don't, I'm not really sure how we're going to do that yet. Um, without being like four hours long. Um, I think instead of character by character, we're going to have to do episode by episode. Keep it, yeah, snappy. keep it going. Um, so you can send us feedback at um, randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. You can get us on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Uh, we're also on Twitter at randomtcasts. And I absolutely have the hiccups. That was cute. I know. It's adorable. Um, um, so yeah. Um, there's our website. Oh, yeah. <laughs> randomtpodcasts.com. Where you can obviously get the podcasts if you don't want to get them from your favorite podcast, podcast um, provider. Yeah. yeah, and and we get a lot of que- we usually get a lot of questions. Oh, are you going to do the Eternals? That's the plan. yes. The plan if it's always to do if Marvel it's movies. Marvel, we're, we we did not start out as a Marvel podcast. To be yeah, honest, we, we started out as Sleepy Hollow and Gotham. By the yeah. way. Um, and but here we this is where we yeah. have evolved to and we're okay with that. They people they not just <laughs> not just that, but people want to hear us. Yeah. We've gotten so many compliments on oh hearing a, a woman's side yeah. of it. Um so it's not a sweaty dude. <laughs> uh all right, so uh you wanna get to some emails? We only have Ooh. like we only have like three. Um which we're already at almost Which is an fine. hour and a half, so that's probably Oh, shit, are we? Yeah. This was supposed to be a short podcast. We had feelings. I'm um, not the bad guy. What can I say? Daddy, sorry. Daddy, yeah. sorry. Daddy, sorry. <laughs> Daddy, sorry. God, I love that TikTok sound. I know, but it's mommy. Yeah. Um, But but same. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Well, there's, there is a sound of each. Is there? Yeah. I've never... The daddy hasn't come yeah. across my... Uh, the next yet. I'll send, send it to me because yeah. I need it. Yeah. I need that. Uh, which I'm fine with the mommy, but yeah. you know. There's a mommy and daddy. Mm. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Jimmy. Okay. Uh, it says, hey guys, I love this movie. It was so much fun to explore a new part of the MCU with all new characters, but still with the familiarity of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Bullets. Yay. I continue to be amazed at the versatility of the Marvel Universe to support so many genres of movies and TV. They've been a lot more adventurous more recently yes. with the cosmic horror sitcom hybrid in WandaVision, workplace time travel story <laughs> with Loki, and now martial arts with Shang-Chi. Uh, things just in the art style of the fight seem more fluid and less choppy than in other movies we've seen. The continuous use of flashbacks that tie into the current narrative, use of narration, because there is narration oh, in it, yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. and the unapologetic use of Chinese when it is appropriate. Yep. Um, it's Mandarin. Are it's they, not Chinese. Chinese does not exist. It's well, know, Ma- Chinese. The China people the speak dialect, Mandarin. Mandarin I okay, Morgan. 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 Clarify that for us, because I think they are, but I don't know. But my understanding is Chinese is not a language. It's Mandarin. Yeah. It's. I think. But no, you're abs- You're absolutely yeah. yes, Jimmy. Your they're point using, is very valid yeah. that they're using the language of the people. Uh, as opposed to uh, English in an, an Asian film. You are absolutely correct. Um, Chinese is a group of languages. Okay, okay, okay. 
Okay. Thank you for that clarification. I thought, I thought there were multiples. Okay. Mandarin is, is the one um, that's commonly used that, that, like, when you want to, quote, unquote, learn Chinese, people That's learn what you're learning. Okay. Thank is, you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I've learned something. I did not realize that. Okay. Uh, he says, I think this new genre gave the movie much more character, but made it fun to watch since it wasn't as formula- formulaic. Formulaic. For me, Lake, thank you, as other MC movies. I agree. I hope Marvel continues to do this, exploring new genres and keeping elements of each during future team-ups. Yeah. Talo was beautiful. I think I think the movie was so pretty with character designs and sets, but by far the most beautiful was Talo. That's probably by design. Um, Yeah, I'm assuming so. I love... Because by comparison, the compound felt very cold. Yes, but that gave us the contrast between Mommy and Daddy. It did. It did. Uh, which again, Shang Chi is a combination of his parents, and right. that's really where that let this so led this movie thing. led to. So is so is sister. Yeah. Um, he says, "I love the animals there and the whole design of the land. I really hope we return there someday." One thing I did think about is how this can tie into other characters. One idea I had would be to adapt Talo into one of the capital cities of Heaven. Uh, another of which is Kun Luan K apostrophe U N L apostrophe U N, home of the Iron Fist. Honestly, I want any excuse to come back here. Yeah, it's so pretty. Um, Ling Ling kind of stole the show for me. I don't have much to say about it. She's besides, she is definitely a gaslight gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> Nan was also one of my favorite characters, and I really hope she returns as a mentor to Shang-Chi in the future. That would be cool. In the Golden Dagger Club, we see many fights, but the one I noticed was what I think to be a Black Widow fighting what a man in extremists. Yeah. I'm curious to see if anyone else caught that. Yes. I need to go back. I didn't catch I extremists. Her, but yeah, I saw her. My eyes well, first went to Widow. Because I, I saw it twice. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the Black Widow. I saw the movie. You pointed it out to me, and that's the only yeah. reason I saw the Widow. Well, that's because I saw the movie, yeah. then read about it, yeah. and then when we went back to see it, we right. saw it. But I did not notice the extremist guy, which was cool. Um, the Return of Trevor was something I didn't expect, but something I loved. I'm glad he didn't overpower the movie, but was yes. still a comedic relief. I yes. wonder if he ended up staying in Talo with living with Morris. I hope so. I think his connection with Morris, just that alone. He doesn't need to be on Earth. No. And that sounds bad, <laughs> but he really just doesn't. Just take him out. It's just, fine. Okay, yeah. his tattoo on the back with the uh, with Cap's shield, but it had the Anarchy A. Yeah, Up and I, I know what a prison tattoo. Yeah. Uh, so Jimmy says an in credit scene one. Okay. Uh, I'm glad the movie took its time to set itself up, including some references, and then immediately tied itself in at the end credits. Mm-hmm. It gave Shang Chi, Katie, Ling Ling time to step into their own, but now undeniably puts them in the larger MCU universe, yeah. MCU narrative. I wonder what the rings are and what they are becoming. Be- oh, sorry, what they are beaconing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the comics, I know they are Rings of the Dragons, like Fin Fang Foom. Oh, God. You made me say that with my mouth. But I wonder if they could be Celestial in the MCU, calling out Probably. to Eternals a Celestial. Um, also, Smart Hulk is gone. He's now back to Bruce. Does that mean he can go full Hulk now? Or is he... That's, see, that's the question. Or is he able to do it like a sliding scale? Becoming more Hulk and less Bruce, or more Bruce and less Hulk? Lots to think about. Yeah. My final point about that end credit scene is that Captain Marvel and Banner were looking a little rough around the edges. I'm not yeah. sure if Brie was in a wig, but something about her hair put me off. Mostly it was too long. Yeah. 
That's my opinion. I'm not sure if it was the effect of the Marvel hologram. They're good wigs, except for in Black Panther, because they hired people that knew what they were fucking doing. Right. Um, and also people who knew how to wear wigs. Because yeah. that goes, that's yeah, two that directions. That is very I true. Could, I, I wouldn't know how to wear one. Yeah. I have too much hair for that, though. Oh, my God, yeah, I have so much hair. I need to get, I need to cut it. Um, Sorry. I just, I went that way. My my hair is like down to my waist. But yeah, you're, you're right. They did both look kind of They rough. did. They did look rough. Um, and he's saying Mark Ruffalo looks extra old. Of course, I can look past that. I am more excited to see Captain Marvel um, in a movie again. I was looking for my phone and I'm reading oh, from my phone. gotcha. Good job, you. I, I've done that before where it's like, where's my phone? The one that's in your hand? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's right mm-hmm. there. Uh, in credits scene two. Uh, she is, the sister is now the official girl boss. Uh, can we just call her boss? Why do we have to call her girl boss? Because girl boss is a thing, but yeah. Yeah, but she's, she, let's, let's drop the gender. Yeah. And I'm not, Jimmy, I'm not, I'm not putting you down. I'm just, let's, as a, as a community, let, why, that's not necessary. Um, and I'm, I mean, you're right. I would have thought of her, the girl boss, but we need to drop that thought. Uh, I'm curious if the 10 rings and power broker will ever clash or work together or work together agent yeah. that's agent 13 no sharon carter she was call her by her name agent carter uh they both operated out of asia with extreme lust for power when absorbing the other would be a major gain either way i feel like they exist too close to each other to not clash at some point although i will say sharon is operating a little closer to the traditional power structures mm-hmm. um than the 10 rings have historically um, but I could see them, I would like more to see them team up than anything. True, true. Um, we also don't know that she's going to go bad. She could go just kind of gray. Neutral? Yeah. She's going to want power. But not but is that power, terrorist power. That doesn't mean the power is going to corrupt her, but it probably could. Yeah. I don't see it going good, though. Yeah. Um, but he says, I wonder if the hand is also, uh, wonder if the hand is floating around the MCU. We saw them in the Netflix stuff, but I'm down to see a new incarnation of them. Oh, I didn't even think about the hand. Yeah. Um, those are my thoughts. Have you decided how you plan on doing what if? No. no. I want, I think, uh, I, think like I don't want to miss another all, podcast like he did with Loki. I think all <sighs> we can do is, I mean, obviously we are just going to do one episode. Um, but we're going to have to spend, I, we might have to set a timer. Yeah, we're um, going to have to just like tennis. we do like we do character by character, we're going to have to do episode by episode through. and just there's what eight episodes? Ten. There's 10? Yeah. There's always for some reason I'm thinking it's a short run, but there's yeah. so much. We just watched two of them yeah. before this. Verifying that. Um I, I thought there were eight. No. I'm almost positive, but let me double check. 9. We were <laughs> Halfway. Okay, so that's going to be mid-October. Uh, of course, you asked when I. I know. October I know. sixth is the last episode, so we'll give it. Oh, weeks is what we normally do. Yeah, because I'll be out of town that next weekend. 
I, can I just say for the record, because I know Kevin Feige's listening, because of course he is. Of course he is. Actually, probably somebody from Marvel is, just to make sure we don't leak anything that we shouldn't know. Because um, <laughs> we know nothing. I do not like the middle of the week shows, because I fucking forget about them. I, well, I think, uh, we talked about this, I think the issue with What If is there's no through storyline. Yeah. That's why we keep forgetting about it. There's, there's nothing There's nothing to discuss, hey, what about this? I wonder if this is going to happen, or that, or this, like, because they are yeah. all, it's a series of one-shots. Yeah. Which which I'm, I'm liking. As we're going, I'm liking them. But the first couple, I was like, Meh. I'm sorry, Captain Carter was underwhelming. I liked it. It was underwhelming to me. Um, I will say. But this is not the podcast. Uh, we're going to have to do it before I'm getting a puppy, you guys. Yes, you are. Um, so that's going to be the last week of October. So we'll, we'll do it. The, either the Saturday before or whenever before, but that'll be, and that'll give us two weeks. Because if it's, after. if the yeah. last airing is on the 6th, I'm out of town that weekend, mm-hmm. so maybe we can do it the following weekend. Yeah, what's Do we have, what's the... Of course, you asked me that as soon as I closed it. I know, I got you. The 16th? 16th-ish? Yeah. somewhere around there. Ooh, my mom's birthday's the 19th. We'll, we'll, I'll, 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 no, I'll figure we'll, it out. We'll finesse. We'll figure it out. We'll figure Somewhere it out. Somewhere thereabouts. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm out of town the, the weekend after. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's move on to Michael. Okay. Since we're, we're, we're pushing it here. Uh, aloha, ladies. Hey. While I enjoyed Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, I was ultimately a little underwhelmed. Okay. Okay. To me, it felt very much like any number of Chinese martial arts fantasy I've seen. I understand I mean, that. I get that. I understand that. I appreciate that Marvel slash Disney was willing to make it that way. I don't feel like there was enough there to elevate it within that particular genre. Okay. I'll try to stay mostly positive, though. Okay. The strongest point was the casting. Yeah. Uh, Chinese acting stalwarts Tony Lung and Michelle Yeoh are usually top-notch. Rel- relative newcomer Simu Liu. Liu, Liu, Liu. Yeah. did well enough to make me ready to see more of him going forward. And after the debacle of Iron Fist, I appreciate him putting in the work to sell the fight scenes. Aquafina can be hit or miss, but she was fine here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Katie and Shang's relation was platonic, at least in this movie. She was his ride or die. Yep. Um, the sister did a nice job bringing some uh, in in Cincy. I-N-S-E-N-T-S-Y in Cincy. I think that might be a typo, potentially. Um, Anyway. My brain's not formulating that based on those letters. Especially notable with how much of a contrast it is from her public persona. Yeah. Mixed feelings about having Trevor back, but Kingsley manages to pull it off. His he does, though. That's the thing. <laughs> he it's is. ridiculous, but you're like, oh, Absolutely you ridiculous. Um, his whole reason for becoming an actor is everything you need to know about a character. I'm glad they addressed the whole Mandarin thing. Morris will probably be a popular stuffed toy. I hope so. Um, some Disney trivia. The actor that plays all of the bad, plays all of the bad batch D. Bradley Baker voiced Morris. Yeah, I love D. Bradley Baker. He's also Perry the Platypus, which is my favorite. Yay! Uh, it's obvious that director Dustin Daniel Cretton is a fan of the martial arts slash fantasy genre since the movie is chock full of nods to many of them. I think this might be a lot of Westerners' first exposure to such movies. Yeah. So I'm hoping they'll like it and go check out more of them. All in all, I think it's a solid introduction to the character and the world he inhabits, and anytime we can sneak in some Wong, it has to be a good thing. <laughs> Cheers and stay Jarvelous. Um, yeah, I think the younger generation is not going to get a lot of those nods, yeah. but I think the older generations are 
So I like, like I kind of saw it without realizing what I was seeing. Yeah. But I knew but it felt familiar. This is this is this yeah. is familiar. Yeah. So. Um, so last we have from Morgan. Okay. Who again? Thank you so much. That bless you. Valuable. Um, your offer Hopefully for that we was more representation from different cultures that we may call upon some of our other listeners if if we get sure you know, other movies that we go oh shit we might have to put a call out on social media if we ever have one that we're just listen like, somebody needs to help us <laughs> y'all have listened to me for years butchering American <laughs> normal words so. Um, all right, so this is <clears throat> this is from Morgan. This okay. is our last email. Okay, but but look at that. Oh no, that's cute. It's it's the the pictures that you send with your emails that are half, and I can't send those over the air. So no, they're adorable. Uh, I'm writing this later than I intended, and I actually don't have much to say. Okay, and that's fine. Yeah, that's I think that's a lot of this is just people don't know what to say about it. Uh, she says, met him, you know. Yeah, I've seen this movie twice, and I need more. All of it was just so good that I need all of these characters back for Shang-Chi too. Like, next week. It's so amazing to me how much characterization they were able to fit into this movie with so many characters. And the relationships between the characters were also really fleshed out. I believe that each of these characters had the history that they showed slash told us about and that the relationships were complicated. Yeah. We only got one gratuitous shirtless scene and it actually made mild narrative sense and Shang-Chi was just confused boy about it and I appreciate that. <laughs> he was so cute. He was like, I don't know. What Where's happened. your, what happened to your shirt? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, oh, favorite character. Shang-Chi and Katie. A duo and not one character, but I couldn't pick just one of them. <laughs> I love their friendship so much. Katie jumping feet first into the half of Shang-Chi's life that she didn't know about was the ride-or-die type of friend we all need. I love that Shang-Chi didn't really belittle her when he was trying to keep her out of his family drama. I think it may be because he spent the last 10 years following her around and knows she's not going to leave him to deal with it. I love that the big win of the day took both of them to achieve and that because of that, Katie now has an open invitation to tag along on any future Avengers. She had, Avengers. She had a big old hero moment. She did. She's the one she who died. shot the thing. Yeah. The Cthulhu yeah. thing. <laughs> I couldn't, anytime it was on screen, anytime it was on screen, all I could think of was all hell Cthulhu. <laughs> uh, I appreciate they were just friends for the whole movie. Shang-Chi addressed it once, and the movie just moved on completely. Yeah. We need more leading Asian romantic representation, but they worked so well like this, I think it was worth it to skip it for one movie, and I'm open to whatever they might decide for them going forward. I do hope they don't throw a random white lady at him in the Oh, God, movie. no. God, no. Like. God, no. I'd rather him be single. Yeah. Honorable mention. Okay. Morris. Oh, Morris. Morris is absolutely adorable, and I love him. Stay in the pocket will always be iconic. God, Stay in the stay pocket. In the pocket. <laughs> oh, God. It's like you keep saying that. Favorite scenes in no particular order. Wen Wu and Ying Li's first fight. Yep. I'm always down for flirt fighting. Just look. <laughs> it just looks so freaking good. The fight choreography and the scenery, the expressions. The scenery is amazing. I love that she beat him easily, and that is what made him come back to visit her. I don't think anyone he fought before had been a challenge, let alone able to beat him. Yeah. Number two, the bus scene. That was so good. Sean slash, Sean Chi slash Sean. Sean. 
You changed your name from Michael to Michael. <laughs> Busting out into full martial arts glory was joy to watch. The whole scene was wild from start to finish. It was a great opener to the plot of the movie. Katie's quick thinking while driving the bus was awesome. Those poor cars and that poor garbage truck truck driver, though. Hopefully the insurance companies cover them. Okay, listen. When that the original bus driver got knocked out, shot, whatever it was that happened to him, I was like, this is Katie's moment. Yeah. This is what she's trained for. It was one of my favorite things about that, though, was before they actually started fighting, where she was like, come on, guys, look at him. Does he look like somebody who's a threat to you? And then two seconds later, he just starts beating the shit yes. out of you. Yes. What the fuck? Yes. Loved it. Loved it. Um, her last bullet point on that is Clev streaming the fight was a great touch. And I love the fact that they brought him back from Spider-Man. Yep. I wonder what he was doing in San Francisco after being in New York. Who knows? I need to go back and watch Spider-Man because I don't remember him. I vaguely remember him. Random movie thoughts. These okay. are the best. Wing Wu was a great antagonist. Yes. Um... Complicate. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was complicated, and you really could understand like that. He really thought he was going to get his wife back. He really did. And like he wasn't just a. Ooh, I'm a mustache trilly. I want to rule the world. Villain. He did it. So like I really. He I felt for him. I was wanted. Like, he I was like, did. She's not coming back. But, but he, he wanted. It. He want. Not only did he believe, he wanted to believe, yeah. um, which I think is a big deal. Yeah. Um. All right, she says, will Ling Ling, I'm, I've, it's totally yeah. left my brain, um, become an antagonist now that she has taken over the family business. It would be interesting to have a hero with a crime lord for a sister. I like that Katie got an arc, and I hope she continues with Archer, or maybe even learns some magic, so she will be able to tag along on future adventures. Yeah. Handing over the comic relief from Katie to Trevor and Morris in the second half of the movie was genius. That is true. We did have a handoff. They tied up his involvement with the Ten Rings really well. Did they both stay in Talo? I hope so. I don't think we got to see them leave. At least they get free Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It did transfer from her to yeah. him. I didn't really know, but I didn't really notice it. Yeah. But the further we got, the more serious she became. Yeah. Which was which also showed them both growing up. You know what that is? Growth. Um. Some of the Chinese translations were more interpretive than a direct translation. Okay. It didn't change too much and definitely got a similar point across, but some of it was noticeable to me with what little Chinese I remember. Someone on TikTok pointed out that the line Wen Wu says to Guang Bo was much more savage in Chinese. He basically said, show some respect, kid. I've eaten more salt than you have eaten rice in your entire life, which Jesus. I think would have been better than I have lived a thousand years longer than you, as it really yeah. gives a relative scale for how much longer he's been alive. Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> I've eaten more salt than He kept, he called rice. him kid. He God. did. I he forgot about that. that. He, he did call that. him kid. Um, I love this movie a lot, and I'm hyped to see all these characters again. The one thing about Phase 4 I don't like is everything is so spread out. You can never be too sure when a new character will show up again, and it makes me anxious because I want more now. I I, I get that, too, because I get that feeling, too, but we have to remember that this was kind of a reset, so we're kind of yes. back to where we were in Phase 1, where it, it did feel like that. Yes. Um. So, yeah. We'll, we'll get there again. Because I'm with you. We're going to go back three years from now and go, oh, shit, that was referencing yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to see that. In, well, maybe not Black Widow, because Black Widow was a prequel. Yeah. Kind of, maybe. But the widows themselves are cropping up. That's fair. That's fair. I will never be mad at. 
No, no. So yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, even even planting the original Ten Rings in the first Iron Man movie, here we are, this far down the yeah. line, where we're actually getting the Ten Rings. And, we've all, and we also tied in the fake Ten Rings. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was really well done. Um, but yeah, I, I get that sense of like, I want it to be connected already. I know. Because we're spoiled. Yes, and that was my thought with this movie was, I don't like it because it's di- it's new and yeah. different. Yeah. It's new and different, so. But, yeah. So. Anything else? No, that's all the emails we got. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.